0: Check this podcast episode 23 and Trump passed the bill. So I talked about on a uh, live Facebook feed on Wednesday, I believe it was the, all of the ridiculous wasteful spending that's going into the, so it's, and this was a, a great fact checker that popped up on some of this, uh, stuff with the the COVID spending bill or the COVID stimulus relief bill, whatever you want to call it. Uh, certain, so there was a lot of stuff that was getting talked about with the, like the $10 million for Pakistani gender studies and all of the insane foreign aid and everything else that was being outlined as just totally ridiculous in the spending bill. And the fact checkers were popping in to say that that stuff was not part of the covid relief bill that that was part of the government omnibus spending bill but when they put them together and brought them both forward to be passed together that kind of negates that argument like at that point they are one and the same because they have been lumped together and brought to the house or yeah to the house and then to the senate effectively as one bill like they can't pass the covid stimulus and not pass the spending bill so at that point it doesn't matter like there's no you're you're arguing semantics that are com- completely useless because the whole thing is one it, it is either pass or fail for the entirety of the thing and the reason they did that because they are just Dirty, shady pieces of shit. The reason they lump the whole thing together is so that it all has to get passed, basically. Like nobody in there uh nobody in sound of sound mind who is concerned about being re-elected is going to vote against a stimulus bill when that stimulus goes to help the American people who have been destroyed by the government locking us down for the past 10 months now. And, and the ones who actually have balls and the ones who actually have some, uh, principle about them did vote against it. Uh, there were very, very few. It was like, uh, I think all of the house Republicans voted against it and two house Democrats. It was, uh, I believe it was Ilhan, no, uh, Rashida Tlaib and uh, Tulsi Gabbard. And then, like, for all of AOC's uh, posturing about how terrible it was, she still voted for it in the end. Uh, so, you know, it was all that was all bullshit, basically. And then Rand Paul um, and a handful of others, there were like eight, six or eight uh, senators who voted against it in the Senate, so you get to see which ones actually have principle and have any level of character whatsoever. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, it was a, a higher percentage than what I would have expected, but uh, nonetheless, it's not very many. And then, and then the thing goes to to Trump, and he he spends a week grandstanding about how he's going to veto it and he won't sign it and blah, 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 blah. And then he signed it. And I swear to God, if I get tagged in another post talking about how Trump is going to use the Impoundment Control Act uh, on this bill, I'm going to roll up a constitution and smack you on the nose and tell you you're a bad boy. The Impoundment Control Act doesn't mean a fucking thing. It is completely useless. It is Trump's way of being able to grandstand a little bit more and say, oh, look, look, I'm standing against them. I'm telling them that they did this bad thing and that they need to fix it. When in reality, the act doesn't do anything. Like there's no, it's, it's all bark, but no bite. There's no teeth to that, the, the, Impoundment Control Act. like It doesn't allow the president to to go through a bill and cut out the things that he doesn't like. But basically what it does is it says that he can tell Congress that these are the things I don't like about this bill and these need to be removed. And then Congress can just say, yeah, well, fuck you. We're going to do it anyway, which is exactly what's going to happen. The only thing that's going to happen today, because they're going to take certain they're going to take certain aspects of this back to uh, back to Congress today to to make amendments to it. And the only thing that's going to change is instead of a six hundred dollar check, they're going to sign off on the two thousand dollar checks for everybody. Which is uh, I'm getting into that, too, which but. Like that's literally the only thing that's going to change. There's talk about um, some some tech, uh, some stuff with the tech companies that that's possibly going to get changed, and also some stuff with looking into voter fraud that's going to get changed. None of that's no, no nothing's happening with any of that. All right, like they're gonna they're gonna approve two thousand dollars instead of six hundred dollars and nothing else meaningful is actually gonna happen. And if anything does meaningful meaningfully come out of this, I will come back and say I was wrong. But at this point, I would be really surprised if I turn out to be wrong. So like the the hell of it is I don't I need a Trump supporter to come on here and talk with me. Because pretty much everybody I've talked to at this point Uh, When I do the interviews and stuff, like we all started relatively conservative and then shifted away from the party as the Republicans uh, sort of proved themselves to not actually stand for any of the things that we support or want out of, you know, our government. And, And I have talked to a couple who have had some more liberal leanings as well. And then, uh, like the, all the woke stuff kind of pushed them away from the, the democratic party, uh, towards libertarianism. But like, I, I need to get somebody who is a, an ardent Trump supporter to explain to me what the, like what's going on in your mind at this point that you still think he's doing anything at all. Uh like other than just a total divorce from reality and a lack of understanding of how any of the, this actually works. Like he was, he campaigned on draining the swamp and building the wall and doing all this stuff. And anybody who had any realistic understanding of how all this shit works knew that there there was never going to be a wall built. There will never be a wall built. If you're still hanging your hat on, they're going to build the wall. You are a moron. You are a moron. There will never be a wall built. It's not going to happen. There's no way to get enough of the government on the side of building this wall. Like, you can just wad that plan up, throw it away, move on with life. It's not happening. But then the drain the swamp thing, like, so he came in and he said he's going to drain the swamp. And then he employed 100% swamp creatures. All right, let's not go. Well, not 100%. Uh... He also had Ben Carson, and Ben Carson was a, a great guy. So 99.9% swamp creatures is what he employed, and his own family members. And, and nothing changed. Like If nothing else has come out of it, they, the people that he put in place actively worked against him and are on record saying that they actively worked against him. They lied about the number of troops in Syria. They lied to him about everything. They uh they went public with stuff regularly. Like how, how could he he was supposedly playing 4D chess this whole time and he had this big, you know, master plan worked out. He didn't have a fucking plan for anything. Like the whole this whole presidency I have supported certain things that Trump has done because they were at least not bad. And more often than not, I supported some of the things that he did not because of what it was that he did being good, but more because the way the left overreacted and blew the whole thing out of proportion and just went absolutely batshit crazy about stuff was so Bad, so so I'm am still struggling to figure out like what it is that he's going to change. Like, yes, the only good thing that's come out of this is he kind of blew the top on a lot of uh, the cathedral type stuff. Like, you you really you really got to see a very over the top look at how how biased the mainstream media, Hollywood, even professional sports. Like it, it really should have been a huge red pill moment for a lot of people on a lot of how just corrupt the system is and how deep the corruption in the system goes. But outside of that, like what has Trump accomplished at all? Like the tax cuts, I'm not going to complain about taxes being cut. But the tax cuts only serve to and then dropping inflation rates or not dropping inflation rates, uh, dropping interest rates and the tax cuts and dropping interest rates. It has helped to boost the economy. But what we've really gotten is this economy that's propped up on a bubble of nothing and the 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 spending has been out of control while the tax cuts and infl- and uh, interest rates have been dropped. So it's really it's created this big bubble of nothingness that the economy is resting on. And eventually that bubble is going to pop. Like you can't just keep blowing air into it at infinitum without any negative impact. So eventually that bubble is going to pop. And there is literally nothing holding it up. And we are off the gold standard. Uh, like all of our paper money, it's just that. It's worth the paper that is printed on and very little else. And uh, with the way that the government spending and just rapidly pumping more and more money into uh, into the system without anything backing it, especially in 2020, where. Nothing is being produced like there's nothing there's not even physical goods being produced to back this like there is nothing holding this thing up. So when it pops, it is going to be a massive collapse like it is going to be economy and state ending collapse. Uh, if people haven't figured that out by now, I don't know what the fuck you're looking at. You don't understand how economics works at all in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And if you read anything by Paul Krugman or look at uh, The Hill or like any of these supposed uh, like economic experts that base all of their economics off of uh, Keynesian magic math, then I can understand why you don't understand it. But if you look at like real economic, uh, how this stuff works, it's about to be a catastrophic failure. And the only thing Trump did through that is push that along a little bit faster. So like, I'm, I'm, I need somebody to explain to me how you can still cling to this man's coattails and think that he is doing anything because if nothing else, between all of the supposed, uh, like he was going to pardon all these people. He didn't pardon anybody but his friends. He pardoned people who were actually criminals. Like he pardoned legitimate criminals, people who stole campaign funds and who did some really shady, horrible shit. He pardoned those people. Julian Assange and Edward Stone and everybody else who revealed the secrets of the state, that the state was being the illegal activities of the state. The people who didn't actually do anything illegal, they are still fugitives of the state because he didn't pardon any of them. Like they did nothing wrong but expose that the state was doing stuff illegally. And now they are fugitives, and none of them got pardoned. So like that's that's a kick in the teeth. He didn't do anything to fix any of that. None of his pardons have meant shit. They've all been just people who were politically connected or connected to him in some way or supported him. And now he was supposed to veto or not sign this stimulus package. And guess what? He signed it. And he signed it with this act that means nothing. So that all of you can continue to tell yourselves that he's on the side of the American people when nothing he has done for the past four years has actually proven that he's on the side of anybody but Donald fucking Trump. And then on top of all of the disappointment of Trump basically just shitting the bed on not having any balls and passing the omnibus spending bill, then we've also got more and more and more and more reports coming out about COVID-19 and just how completely ass-backwards and useless everything has been in the way the government has responded to and handled the entire situation. So there were a couple different reports that if you follow me or the Lions of Liberty on uh, Twitter, because I post all of this stuff to, to to their Twitter as well as posting it to my Facebook and everything, um, Like there were a, a number of different reports that have come out recently uh, that show just how ineffective basically all of this stuff has been. Uh, there's a, a big study that was done by Chinese, uh, British, and Australian scientists. And, and if it wasn't for the fact that there were... British and Australian scientists involved in it, I probably wouldn't give it any credibility whatsoever. Like if, 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 if this was just something that was done by the Chinese government, I would 1 million percent reject it as having any credibility because, excuse me, because honestly, can we trust anything that comes out of China like ever? Probably not. But there was at least some, uh, accountability it looks like for, for how this was handled. So, so there's a study that was done over, it it was just short of 10 million uh, Chinese people around Wuhan and the area where the outbreak is believed to have started and the hardest hit place, uh, places in the world, or, you know, that was one of the hardest hit places in the world. And so they looked at asymptomatic spread and basically what they came up with without going into all of the the nitty-gritty details of the study basically what it came up with was there was absolutely no indication of asymptomatic spread whatsoever so the entire basis of shutting us down for the past what six seven months because of all these asymptomatic spreaders who were and and the mask mandates and all of that because of all these asymptomatic spreaders who didn't know they were sick but were going around and making everybody else sick and just spreading this disease it was all bullshit and it doesn't actually exist like and there was never the problem and the problem that I had with it and the problem that a lot of people had with it is there was never actually any real indication. There was never actually any science. There was never actually any studies done that indicated that that was a real thing to begin with. That was all. Uh, it was. It was all just speculation and guesswork. And it was there. There was never any. There was never anything that backed it. And so, like that was something that, you know, anybody that was that has been paying attention to this from the beginning. The, There was something that pissed you off because none of this stuff, for all the trust the science people, there isn't any science that they're actually using to back any of their claims or to support any of what they're promoting. In fact, if you really look at it, the science indicates the complete and total opposite of everything that they're saying. The science, the actual studies and research has been done show that lockdowns do not work. They have the opposite effect. They are a bad thing. The studies show that masks do not work. They are not effective in containing this virus or this disease. In fact, if anything, they actually do the opposite. Like I'm so fucking fed up with trust the science. When all of the science, all of the science points in the opposite direction, and we don't get to trust that science, what they need to be saying if they really want to be honest, is trust the narrative that we're pushing. Because that's exactly what it is. It is a narrative that they want to push. So the more of these uh, studies and, and stuff that you look at, and the one that comes out of China, like China has no incentive to force their people to lock down. China has no incentive to keep people home and not let them go to work because the Chinese, the Chinese economy and the way that the, the entire Chinese system is built is those people need to be working because those people are producing goods that China is then exporting all over the world. They have an incentive to get to work and keep things moving forward they like, they took an economic hit this year because when the when the when the virus broke out and everything got crazy, that really a lot of people moved away from China at least for a short time on purchasing goods and services and different kinds of stuff. So, like they have a a high level of incentive to keep people working and to just let the thing run its course. So, and if you look at numbers like there there are no excess death rates as a, a result of covid-19 i mean, it's overwhelming overwhelming the, the the research and the data on this that the people who died from covid-19 were people who were going to die anyway. It just kind of shortened that time span. Like it didn't, it's not some horrible virus that's killing off healthy people. It's, it's a predatory virus. that's picking off the old and the feeble and the weak and the compromised. And, and we're shutting down the, the entire world because of it. And And it's been infuriating because now there was something that said one in every 1,000 people, uh, one in every 1,000 Americans has died of COVID because we've, we've crossed the 300,000 threshold or whatever. And I don't trust any of those numbers. Like the numbers, the numbers have been proven to be false. They, they, they were testing people post-mortem who had no, like, there was no reason to suspect they died of COVID. They were testing them post-mortem and then counted as a COVID death. Like, everything gets accounted to and attributed to COVID. Go back and listen to episode 22 where I talked to Evan and we really get into all of the numbers and look at all of this stuff because it's none of it is factual none of it is true none of it has any basis in reality and it's it's all being used to drive a narrative and if you go through and you look at the actual statistics of deaths and everything in all of these all of these other countries around the world the the only ones that are still having huge pushes for lockdown and are still seeing spikes in numbers are the ones where it behooves the government for that to be the case. So as an economy, we need to get back to work. Like if they want going back to the first part of this, if they want to actually do something that's going to be an economic stimulus they need to open the fucking economy back up and let people go to work and quit all this lockdown bullshit. Like part of the incentive for some for Trump to sign the bill was because all of these unemployed Americans were going to lose the extra unemployment benefits, see, because see, this is a bullshit part of the way the the media paints this narrative, is it said that these unemployed Americans were going to lose unemployment benefits. They were going to lose the additional unemployment benefits that the government has been using to prop up their lockdowns for the past 10 months. They weren't going to actually lose unemployment like the regular unemployment benefits. They were going to lose the extra stuff that makes it uh, profitable for people to be unemployed. So that's bullshit in and of itself, like just on it completely and totally. But they're if, if they wanted to actually give people benefits, end all of that bullshit, end all of the lockdowns and let people go back to work and just have a job and make a living. Because we were doing really, really good with that up until they started locking everybody down and kicking everybody out of their workplaces and shuttering private or small businesses and completely destroying the entire service industry, food, hotels, everything. They have destroyed it. (coughs) And the bullshit of that is, all of those industries that they've destroyed have some of the lowest transmission rates of the disease anyway. Like all of this, you know, you want to trust the science. All of the science says that those are some of the safest, safest places to be. And they're completely destroying those Businesses, those jobs, the, everything about it. They've wrecked the economy over some bullshit. And if you look at the numbers in countries, like the only countries that are still having like rising cases or anything like that are the ones that it behooves the government to do so because it allows them to maintain more power and control over people. Like everywhere else that they actually need to get back to work, the the numbers have all indicated that for the past month or so, uh, everything's been in decline. Like There was a, a second spike for just about everywhere, and cases and deaths have dropped off significantly since then. Except in the places like here and Britain that want to enact and use these lockdowns to enforce their will on the people and have more control over... What's done, how it's done, when it's done, where it's done. I I mean, this is a bad fucking joke. And the worst part of the joke is the number of Americans who have gone along with it. Uh, We just celebrated, nobody celebrated it, but (laughs) acknowledged the anniversary of Washington crossing the Delaware to attack the Hessians in Trenton on Christmas Day, uh, which was a huge victory for the the American uh, army and kind of was a turning point in the American Revolution. And we need to have a turning point in this war against the tyrants. We need to have something coming up soon where we cross the Delaware, we cross the Rubicon, we do whatever you want we cross whatever the fucking imaginary line you want to call it is, or real actual line you want to call it. We need to cross it. And we need to start burning down government buildings, tarring and feathering fucking tyrants, and putting an end to this bullshit. They have completely destroyed lives. Completely destroyed lives. And I firmly believe they did so willingly and meaningfully. There was a purpose and an intent to do this all along. The purpose and intent to do this has existed for probably the better part of 20 years. And they hadn't figured out The excuse to do it, to actually carry it out and do it until now. And it is time to rise up and have a second revolution and tell these sorry motherfuckers to go burn in hell. Hope you have a great, great week. I'll be back on Wednesday with another episode and in that one I will not talk about politics or COVID at all. So if you don't want to hear about any of that shit, come back Wednesday and join me for some actual fun conversation. And in the meantime, hope you have a good one.